NFL is here. The season, finally. Chris Honorado, Ashley Miller on Honorado and Company. I am uh, every every fall, and I probably say it for every professional sports season, I am so looking forward to this year. There is so much, I feel anyway, Ash, and we'll go through our predictions. and We'll give our Super Bowl pick even before week one officially kicks off. I feel like there's so much uncertainty in this NFL season. I don't think regardless of what Vegas says about the bills, I don't think there is a heavy favorite this year. So maybe more so than the last handful of years when it felt like the bucks and the chiefs and then the Rams loaded up. I think you can kind of throw a bunch of teams at the wall to see what sticks. How pumped are you for tonight? Yeah, listen, I, Everyone loves football, right? I feel like if you're a big sports fan, you're a big football fan. I love college football, but I will watch literally any game. I used to joke, and this no longer is really relevant because the Bengals are good, but I always used to say, like, I will watch Bengals-Browns every day of the week, and it wouldn't matter to me. I'll watch anyone play. So, yeah, I'm super fired up. I think it's awesome that we get the Bills game one here, specifically for our media market and people that care about the Bills here in New York, but – it's one of the favorites against another one of the favorites in the NFC and the Rams and the defending Super Bowl champs. So really fired up for tonight. Um, I will be watching probably every second of it. I know you'll try to watch some of it, maybe not all of it, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. And you're right. There is uncertainty. I think the best part about this year is that like, I just, you can't write any teams off. Like you can't write the chiefs off just because they had no. a down year. Like, and I wouldn't be surprised if the bucks are good again, or there's someone that kind of makes their way through the woodwork. I have a couple teams circled that I'm like, if this happens, this is kind of like a dark horse. So I, that's the fun of the whole season. Just seeing how it all plays out. Full show stacked with NFL. Let's get it going here on Arado and company. is Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Outfit House. Shout out to all of our local business partners here on this show. Without them, this in its form is not possible. So we love the support here locally. We get, we thank them for that as the only uh, live streamed sports talk show that is also televised on Arado and Company here on News Channel 13's Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube Saturday nights on my four. This is the ultimate freezing cold takes exposed show because <laughs> we talk about things and make predictions on a Thursday morning live. And by the time it hits TV on Saturday night, we already know whether or not it's come true. So. Well, only in this case, the Bills game, which is nice. Yeah, that will be the case here tonight uh, as well, because we have the NFL season opener here. Bills at the Rams. Last check, Buffalo, a two and a half point favorite. The road team against the defending Super Bowl champs. A road favorite. Okay. 820 kick on NBC and News Channel 13. It's only a field goal, man. It's not like. Yes, but (laughs) back in the day, 
the general rule used to be that the home team got three just for being yeah. home. So you could make the case that this is five and a half, that Vegas views the Bills as a relatively like touchdown favorite here. Now, I think Vegas would tell you that that has changed. They don't just award three to being home anymore. Mm -hmm. It's more like, you know, one and a half or two. Either way. Yeah. A team that didn't make the Super Bowl is a favorite against the team that won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Yeah. The NFL has done this very well over the, the last 15 years. Giving the season opening home game to the defending Super Bowl champs, but giving them an opponent that is also very good. Yes. Uh, this is a dream matchup, in my opinion, Ash, to start the year. Yeah, listen, I love it. And uh, not to reveal everything, but this matchup will come up later in the show for me. Um, so, yeah, I, these are two of, I think, the better teams in in each conference. Um, and I'm excited. It's You finally get to see the starters play, which – you know, darn it, like, I, I hate the preseason because you're, like, intrigued to watch, mm -hmm. and yet you're watching all these players who you're not going to see on the field very often. So I'm excited to see Josh Allen really play, to see what the Rams look like, to see if Stafford is healthy. Um, all of those questions will – some of those questions will get answered tonight. Yeah, we find out that Stafford had some sort of off-season procedure on his elbow – concerning um this this la defense should still be very very good i know von miller who had a great stretch run with them is now playing for the other side here in buffalo um but i i still think when you've got aaron donald and you've got jalen ramsey this defense is anchored by some serious talent carol's a rams fan all right carol's a rams fan lisa's a bills fan love it love it um, and this is the beauty of the NFL. Um, it isn't a hyper-regional sport. For some reason, just because it's been so nationally televised for so long, it's easy to kind of find fans of different teams in every yep. corner of the country, which is really, really cool. Um, your thoughts, we're going to do picks too. We've got the Pick 6 Vodka NFL pick -em still to come here too. So I guess don't reveal a pick here. Uh, is this, should the Bills be favored? Are they the better team? I don't know if they should be favored. I think they're the sexy team. They're the team no that doubt. everyone is talking about. Everybody, I, I, And that's why I would, I'm always hesitant to jump on with yeah. like a bandwagon. It's not a bandwagon team. Listen, they've been very good. They're worthy of, I think, all the hype. Um, but I'm always hesitant. Yeah, exactly, Everett. I'm always hesitant to jump on a bandwagon when everyone else, when it's like the cool popular thing to do, I tend to shy away from that. In this case, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to ride the bills bandwagon because I want it to be true. I I'm, I'm so sick of this awful, uh, this awful team that I'm ready to root for a New York team who can actually do something. And, and the bills are that. Okay. Well, Jeff says, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Jeff was out. I know this morning, first day of school in Glens falls, yep. uh, repping, um, the great hockey team they have uh, up there with the mascot. Um, so good, good stuff from Jeff there. Um, he says, you're looking good. Big blue and the Big orange. Big blue and the orange. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Thunder mascot was greeting fifth graders this morning, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, this is this statement is true, correct? It is Super Bowl or bust for the – I don't think anything short of reaching the Super Bowl is good enough if you're the Bills this year, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying McDermott gets fired if they don't no. win the Super Bowl. But, no. But this is now the expectation and the threshold that the team has set for itself based on the past couple of years when it has been close to achieving yeah. a trip to the Super Bowl. So if they, I'm not saying they have to win it, nope. but in order to gauge this as a successful season, Buffalo has to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, it's Super Bowl or bust just means you're disappointed with anything less than a Super Bowl appearance. It doesn't mean Sean McDermott's getting fired or anything else like that is happening. But yeah, I think I think it's you get to the Super Bowl or it's a huge disappointment for the Bills this season. And, and maybe that's just because of like outside pressure that everyone else has put on them. Mm. But I think internally they would tell you that too. It's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. They've okay. added pieces to this team. This is a, I like this comment. Um, Allen to Davis. I feel like it's so funny. Everyone wants to talk about Stefan Diggs and we forget that Gabe Davis was maybe their best receiver last year and, and it still just somehow flies under the radar. So they are loaded with talent. Yeah, they sure are. All right. While we're in this, Ash, and we've talked about, well, again, we're going to pick our, our weekly pick six vodka NFL pick them. Um, and it has a twist this year, which we'll tell you about uh, later on in the show. We'll make those predictions. We're going to give predictions throughout the show about who we think is going to win what division and which teams will make the, the wild card uh, playoffs. So let's get into it here. Let's jump into those AFC predictions as we continue to talk about the Bills. This is a no-brainer in the East. It's Buffalo. I won't even spend any more time as to why I think it's Buffalo. They're easily the best team in that division. Okay, this is the year for Josh Allen, by the way, to win the MVP. We talk about the season outlook and the expectations. This is the year for Allen to win the MVP. Yep. I'm 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 going to stick with the Bengals here in the North, Ash, because okay. although I think it's competitive between Cincinnati and yes, Nick Huday, uh, <laughs> even though I think it's competitive between Cincinnati and Baltimore in the North, I'm going to ride with the Bengals here. I don't know the defenses figure out a way to stop Burrow, Mixon, mm -hmm. Chase. Higgins, we can start listening, guys. Yep. The South on the Colts. I think Matt Ryan plays really well for Indianapolis. Yep. They have arguably the best running game in the entire sport. The defense pretty good. Very good. Uh, I'll take yeah. Indianapolis to win the South, a division that is not good. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then out West is my real shocker. I'm on Vegas, and I understand that they are predicted to finish fourth in Vegas. They're plus 600. Mm -hmm. um, I get it. There's so much talent in this in this division. But they have the best, I think, receiving core in all football. If you're just to list three guys off any roster, I think the Raiders have the best, and that being Adams, uh, Renfro, and Waller. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, Josh Jacobs is a pretty good running back. The O-line is questionable, but I like Josh McDaniels in his second go-round here. I'm going to ride the Raiders in the division. Here's okay. here are your divisional picks. Yeah, Ash. this is I'm on the Bills as well. I mixed it up a little bit. I know Nick isn't gonna like this. Um, and you've talked about this and yes, and Lamar Jackson potentially having an MVP caliber season. Uh, I think the Ravens had a fantastic draft. I'm not sure. Listen, I love Joe Burrow, I buy into the hype. I'm not sure as a team they are going to do what they did last year. He will be as good as he was, but I'm not sure as a team that they will be able to do what they did last year. So I went a little different and picked the Ravens. I love the Colts. The Colts are my dark horse for the season. If I might put 50 bucks on the Colts right now because I think your odds to do what? Like Super Bowl odds. Okay. I think your odds for them are the best money of any team second. out there. Um so yeah, I they're kind of my sleeper. If Matt Ryan can be 
90, 80 to 90% of what he was when he was the Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. they have all the talent in the world on that team. They have just lacked a quarterback. They have, this is now their third quarterback in three years. I love the Colts. I love the Colts. And like you said, bad division. West, this division is fantastic. I, I can't wait to see how it plays out. But yes, I'm not on the Broncos either. I went Chargers because I love Justin Herbert. I think he will be an MVP candidate this season. And I know there's a lot of competition in that division and you're picking them over the Raiders and the Broncos. We're both off the Broncos. Um, yes. So yeah, I'm going Chargers. But I think you could make a, you could make a case for any team in that division. Even if you wanted to go Broncos, you can make a case. All right, Nick is on the Raiders here too. This is interesting. Okay. Uh, Melissa reacting to your Matt Ryan comment there. And, and yeah, I'm you're not alone. I, I think Matt Ryan will play well for them too. He's got the support of that running game, which – which will certainly make life easier on him. Here are my AFC wildcard teams to get in. You can't ignore the Chiefs. You've said it. You know, I understand no Tyree Kill, but Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, mm-hmm. they, they have, and they still have Hardman. I mean, th- this is still a very good Chiefs team with Patrick Mahomes, who's a top three quarterback. So, they're in the playoffs for me. I've told you what I think about Lamar Jackson. I think he finishes his top five in the MVP voting. Yeah. And then the Chargers are just too talented. You wonder about the coaching, but I think Herbert has a huge year. They're just too talented to leave them out of the playoff picture. Yeah, and so when you add in my wildcard teams, we have all the same teams just wow. in a, a different mix. So I've got some as wild cards, some as division winners opposite of you. So, yeah. The Bengals will be in the playoffs. Again, I just I'm picking something a little different. They won't win the division, but they get in. You can't count out the Chiefs. I think they're going to be really good again this year. I know Patrick Mahomes has been a little bit of a wild ride, but they still have enough talent on that team. He has enough talent to win games. And I really like the Raiders. I like that whole division. I could, I yeah, would almost yeah. put the whole division in. Yeah, I think the Broncos finished fourth as well. Carol says she's rocking a Colts coffee cup right now as as we talk a little bit about Indianapolis winning the AFC South. Sam is watching. He says, hope springs eternal even for Jets fans. Sam, we're going to be talking about your Jets when we come back from this commercial break on Honorado and Company. We're back in less than a minute, everybody, with the season outlooks for the Giants and the Jets. That's next here on Honorado and Company, as well as those NFC division predictions. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. Claim your crown. Fire, water, smoke, mold, and sewage cleanup. Reconstructing your home after a disaster can be both stressful and demanding. KPM Restoration will work quickly to restore your home. We'll help provide complete damage restoration to your property. My problem was that uh, I was traveling. There was a leak in my basement. We called KPM. They came in at 9 o'clock at night and were there till 2 o'clock in the morning until the problem was solved. KPM Restoration. We'll get you back to normal. And now back to Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. 
Look at that roster of local business support here on this sports talk show. I absolutely love it. Quick reminder here to everybody who may not know, uh, you're watching the pod. We appreciate that. But you can also listen to it on any of the podcast platforms that you prefer. Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. All you have to do is tell Alexa at home, Alexa, play the podcast on Arado and Company, and she will do just that. It may be listening right now in the Honorado household and speaking. There she is. She's talking. So I I've, mean, I've got her now listening to you. Yeah. Now for your podcast. Here's the latest episode. Number 10, we do on Jessica Lachey's, which her name is from Digital Alexa. Alexa, stop. Okay. She uh, listens to you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Let's let's jump back into it here. Uh, proof that it works. Yep. That's all that is, is proof yeah. that- Every time you do it, I turn around and look. Giants have an important season in front of them, not because the head coach uh, is on the hot seat, not because they are feeling pressure to make the playoffs, but because nope. the future of this franchise kind of hangs in the balance here with- a second overall pick in Barkley and a sixth overall pick in Jones, two guys who are playing for a contract. Yep. And the Giants need to decide whether or not they are worth keeping. To me, it's these are the two most interesting guys on the team right now. Are they future New York Giants or not? Ash, I don't think they are. And I'll just quickly – I don't think Daniel Jones – finishes the year as the starting quarterback. I think at some point Terod Taylor comes in for him. Um, and and I don't think Brian Dable and Joe Shane, for that matter, will value Barkley or the running back position to the degree that Saquon's going to want in terms of his money. I also don't know that he's going to have a good enough year to, to warrant yeah. a really like long-term deal behind this offensive line. So I don't think Jones or Barkley play for the Giants next year. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Jones for me is a no. I agree with you. I don't think he finishes the year as the starting quarterback. I'm not sure they're going to give. Listen, they're going to give him time, but they're not going to let him go one and eight, one and right. nine. They're right. they're going to then make because you have to then decide. Okay, he's not my starting. He's not my franchise quarterback at that point. So then you allow other people to develop. I've said this. You allow other people to develop under a quarterback who has. More skill in Tyron Taylor. Is it Taylor. is it possible that they're two and five, but Jones is playing well? Is that possible? Could it be that they're yeah. losing games 35-31 and you're saying, yeah. hey, the the quarterback's playing pretty well here. He's not turning the ball I mean, over the way he was. Um, and and we're we're moving the football, we're scoring points. It's possible, but they won't score 31 points in, in most games. So from that perspective, I don't think that happens. But okay. is it possible that he keeps his job despite them losing? Yes, if that scenario plays out. I don't think that scenario plays out. How, um, what do the Giants finish? What's the what's the record at the end of the year for them? Six wins. Six and eleven. That's fair. I think that would be like on the the good side. Strangely enough, I think that would be on the positive side for them, um, and I think they would be okay with that. I just think that's a weird that's a weird spot for you to land to then have to make a decision on Daniel Jones, six yeah. and all, like, unless you get eight wins, unless you take that team beyond where you think it should be, which eight wins would be beyond where you probably thought they should be. Okay. Now you can talk about, did we see enough from him? He did more than he should have, whatever. Saquon Barkley for me, 
Someone will value him enough. Even if the Giants decide they're not going to sign him to another deal, someone will give him money. He will get okay. a four-year deal somewhere because of what he was able to do in college and what he was able to do his rookie year with the Giants. So if you're the Giants and you need a running back, want a running back, I give it to him. But, you know, maybe they don't want to spend the money at that position. Yeah, and I, I wonder what kind of deal is is he going to be looking for? A right. Derrick Henry size deal? Well, no. An Aaron an Aaron Jones size deal? It's nine million either. a year. I wouldn't give him that. No. Okay. Okay. So we're kind of on the same page with that. Yeah. All right. Five, how about, six. How about the other team not in New York, as Bills fans like to point out? Um, the Jets. This Zach Wilson thing has been weird, right? Yeah. Like we we thought. Hey, week one is a very real possibility. We're going to target week one for him. Maybe week two, Flacco might have to get us through the opener. And But then we think now Robert Sala, just yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. Just on Wednesday, said, you know what? He's probably going to miss the first four weeks of the season. Okay. Yeah. So so what are we expecting and getting out of the – I don't know. It just always feels – everything feels so yeah. difficult yep. with – the Jets. Nothing yeah. ever goes according to plan with this franchise. No. I'm not even a fan of the team. It makes you crazy, though, because I just want to see, like, hey, they drafted really well. Right. Th this team is could, not going to make the playoffs, but they could win six games yeah. if Wilson plays the whole season <laughs> and plays like a number two pick. Yeah. And Salah's second year now. So I, I just would have liked to have seen them start the year fully – healthy and ready to go even if it was week two but like now the longer this Wilson stuff gets shady and it lingers uh, is he really going to be out there week five I, I don't know Sam says six and 11 too okay. yeah I listen for me it just it stinks because Joe Flacco might win you two or three games in the like he could my guess is he'll go two and two or something like that he could um but at the Their end of the game no brutal yeah no matter what his record is in those four games, it just doesn't matter. He could be 4-0 or 0-4, and it doesn't matter because he's not the guy that you need to determine if he is your franchise quarterback or not. Like, you just need Zach Wilson to play so that you can allow this guy to develop and hope that he turns into the number two pick that he was. I I hear what you're saying. But if he's 4-0, they're not pulling well, him. I, I get it. Right. I, but they might. If he's 4-0, they still might pull him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess they could. They Like, he's not the future. He's not uh, – if if you're going to let him go for this season, then you let him go for this season, but he's not the future. You took a number two pick, a first-round pick on Zach Wilson. You yeah. have okay. to determine if he's going to be your guy or not. He's Fair. 22 years old or 21 years old, whatever he is. Fair. Okay. Uh, I don't have the Giants winning the NFC East oh, as we do our yeah. NFL, our NFC picks here, but I'm on the Eagles. And their whole world is on Dallas. Let me tell you something. I, you're going to talk to me about the court. People who don't like this pick, they're going to say Jalen Hurt. Remove the quarterback from the situation, as difficult as, as that is to do in the NFL. This Eagles roster is better than the Cowboys. As a team, they are better. The receivers are better. So Hertz is as mobile, if not more so, than Prescott. I think he takes a good step forward. I got Philly winning the East. Me I'm too. on the Packers to win the North here because it's the easy pick. If Minnesota wins the division, I won't be stunned, but I will be mildly surprised. Green Bay's defense is legit. I know we're going to talk about who are the receivers. 
I'm not worried about that. They will run the ball and they will play really good defense. Okay. This was the toughest pick for me because I like the Saints a lot. Yep. But I'm going to roll with Brady because I looked like an idiot a hundred times in my life picking against Tom Brady. So I'll roll with the Bucks and Brady in the South. And then I'm on the Rams, the defending champs to win the West. Um, I don't know enough and I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance yet to believe that he can yeah. lead the Niners yeah. to a division title. So give me L.A. out West. Oh, those are your oh, wild cards. Sorry. You're giving it all away. Yep. Uh, so not the whole world is on the Cowboys because I'm not on the Cowboys either. I think, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, the Eagles won draft night by getting A.J. Brown from the Titans. The Eagles won draft night. They made huge steps on defense. A guy like N'Kobe Dean who fell to them. They, they are so much better this year that if they don't do well, it will be because of Jalen Hurts. So they will either make the playoffs or they won't. And if they don't make the playoffs, then he won't be their quarterback the following season because they're good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Packers in the North. That's a slam dunk. That's easy one for me. The bucks like you, I like the saints. I have them in as my wild card, the Rams again, I'm going to pick them probably all the way through the NFC. So Jeff says O-line play going to be a big factor in the NFC East. Yeah. 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 And look, the the injury to Tyron Smith right off the jump for for Dallas is is concerning, or at least it should be concerning. Uh, Here are my NFC wildcard teams. Told you I like New Orleans. They're in for me. Vikings. Now, the Niners are interesting here. Peter King from NBC says he thinks Garoppolo takes over for Lance in week seven. I think that's when they play the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, And I think it says something, too, that San Francisco, if they believe Trey Lance was the guy, you don't want any kind of quarterback controversy and a a backup who has had the success of Garoppolo to kind of just be hanging around. They would have found a way to get him out of town. This tells me that they aren't 100% in on Lance, at least for this year. Okay, so the security blanket of Garoppolo, I like. Then the Niners are just so good defensively and Debo Samuel and the whole thing. Here's my thing with the NFC. I don't love Dallas. I like Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota is the only other team other than Dallas yeah. that I would put in. So yeah. if it isn't the Cowboys, I'm putting Minnesota in. I get it. They, they have so many offensive weapons. If Cousins plays as well as he did last year, they lost so many games because they were bad at the end of the first half and bad at the beginning of the second half. I think it turns around now with, with new coaches in, in place. So I'm on Minnesota. Okay. Uh, yeah. The only thing we have different is swapping out the Cowboys. Yep. No, I, 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 I don't have the Cardinals. I went oh. Niners. Oh yeah. I, I'm not on the Niners. Uh, okay. I don't, there's a lot of hype around the Niners too. Until I see Trey Lance play a real NFL game that he wasn't just kind of filling in for Jimmy G last year, until I see him play legitimate games and do well and take this team to where they think it can go, I'm not buying Mm -hmm. in. So I'm out on the 49ers. I'm in on the Cardinals. The Cardinals have proven they can win in the regular season, just haven't proven they can win in the playoffs. Um, I'll take Kyler Murray in that big old contract. Uh, Yeah. Okay. And the Saints. And the Saints. I, I like the Saints a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we both think that Jameis Winston will stay healthy and uh, and will play. Todd wants to know: Are we going to talk 
to the AEW wrestlers coming at all. We are in communication, Todd. We are in communication. They're coming to MVP Arena. I believe it's next week they're doing that. Um, so we're in communication. We'll see if we can make uh, that happen. So Nick is drinking the Hard Knocks Kool-Aid the same way I have been. I don't have them in the playoffs, but I no, said sure. they could win six games. The Vegas number is five and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, you know, Vegas is is usually right. Vegas is usually right. Billy says special teams should be buttoned up for the Packers this year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That was a disaster last year. But, yeah, with uh, Basaccia running the special teams unit in Green Bay, they should certainly be uh, much better, Billy. You're right about that. All right, quick timeout here. When we come back, we jump into our Pick 6 Vodka NFL Pick'em, which we'll do here each and every week. And we'll tell you why it's different this year compared to last. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now, back to Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. All right, the uh, NFL Pick'em each and every week, as you see, presented on your screen there by Pick 6 Vodka Ash. Let's get going. And now, your weekly NFL Pick'em, presented by Pick 6 Vodka. Shout out to our people at Saratoga Courage Distillery, Holly and Serge and Adam as well. Um, Their support of this show all the way back to the start of NFL season last year. I see our guest has popped on. So, Ash, let's run through our picks here before we bring in the CEO of the United Way of the greater capital region tonight's game. We've talked about tonight's game. We can just make the pick here. I'm on the Rams. You're on the bills. Here's my quick thought behind it. They're a dog as the Super yeah. Bowl champ at home. Give me the Rams. Cause we're picking against the spread here. Now I think the Rams are going to win the game, but I also just like that. You're going to give me points. I'll take them. Yeah. Uh, this is my first time, obviously doing the pick six picking against the spread. I'm a big I, I tend to stray toward favorites. Um, I'm going to try and get away from that a little bit, but yeah, I'm taking the favorites. I love the bills. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'll probably ride them all season long until they prove that they can't do it. Okay. Uh, Ravens and jets. This is the most, there's gotta be the slam dunk of the week, right? Uh, six and a half. You're telling me Baltimore to win by a touchdown against the jets against yeah. their former quarterback, Joe Flacco. We're both on the Ravens here. Anything yeah. more to add? No, it's no, exactly. it's the Jets. Here's the here's an interesting matchup here because you I get Baker it. against his old team, Browns and Panthers, and you and I both like Baker here in this spot. I, I've said this is one of my favorite games of opening week because of the circumstances. I think Baker was the best choice for the Panthers at quarterback. Now everyone else has heard he's the only choice. I think he <laughs> will be inspired. I think he's going to play really well. I think the Panthers have some pieces. If you get 
Christian McCaffrey and he stays healthy, right. I like the Panthers. Okay. Uh, Giants and Titans, your Giants, and you like your Giants. Yeah. I say home Tennessee, Henry all over this Giants defense to cover the five and a half. Yeah, I get it. The five and a half, this is where I started to think, oh, the five and a half is a little bit of a big number. The Titans are a little bit injured. The Giants no in the past have been okay at stopping the run. So that's not my concern with them. Um, it's Derrick Henry, so he's more concerning than the average running back. But I went with a homer pick on this one. I'm not going to say they win, but maybe they keep it within a field goal or five points. Uh, one of the 425 games, also a very interesting matchup here. You've got the Cardinals in the playoffs, so you also like them here, maybe not to outright win, but at least to to cover okay. as an underdog at home. I'm on Kansas City. I just think they're I just think they're, they're better. better. I have a great analysis here. Yeah. They're, they're just they're better. better. No doubt. Here's this the Sunday night game on News Channel 13 and our final game of the week in this pick six vodka pick them. We're both on the Bucks here. They're favorites on the road at Dallas. We're both on Tampa Bay. Yeah. Listen, it's a point and a half. They're You're just picking win. a winner. Yeah. You're just picking a winner at that point. Um, all right. Let's bring our guest in here and, and specifically why we have Peter Gannon on the show this week, CEO of the United Way, the greater capital region is because really what we're doing this year with the pick six vodka pick them. This was really his idea. I'm not going to take credit for the G for the genius behind it, Peter, man, it's, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks for doing this. But when you and I connected in Amsterdam, not all that long ago, you said, Hey, I know you can do an NFL pick segment. Wouldn't it be cool if, and so here we are now, we're going to try to to do some good in the community to benefit some nonprofits. Thanks to your great idea, man. Vodka, football, and charity. That's the Peter Gannon trifecta. And to do it with a bison is uh, also exceptional. That's where it's at. That's that's really why I wore my blue today for the yeah. Shaker blue bison, not for the New York Giants. Right. I'm outnumbered by Shaker grads here. Uh, so Peter, tell us about this, man. We've got um, sponsors on the show that we're going to split time with nonprofits around the capital region. And at the end of the day, you all are going head to head. The, the nonprofits are anyway. So we'll have eight different nonprofit organizations from the capital region making picks with us weekly. And whichever nonprofit has the best record at the end of it all will be a beneficiary of, of the great work that our sponsors do on the show. Well, I love the sound of that. And I wish the best of luck to the other seven competitors. Uh, this week it is hard going first, and on yeah. this slate, uh, you know, we talked about that a little bit, Chris. This slate is yeah. tough this week, but um, a lot of good storylines, and I my picks are ready. So you know, let me know when you're ready for me to fire. Here. All right. So so you you already got a little bit of a look at at what Ash and I think will happen this week. Here are your Let's picks. See what Peter thinks. And 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 give us a thought here on on why you're going Buffalo specifically tonight. I mainly went Buffalo. I I think that honestly, if I were betting with actual money, I'm on the Rams. The home team in this game has a really strong record historically. Yes. But I'm on the Bills mainly so that I don't get the inbox flooded by Buffalo <laughs> Bills fans. For the rest Fair of enough. the afternoon, about how could you not pick the Bills? Okay. So okay. I, I did the Bills for you, but honestly, if I had you know Jude and Jack and Joey's uh, you know five twenty nine at stake, I'd be on the Rams <laughs> here. So um, okay. 
Now we're all on the Ravens, which is no yep. surprise. Is this yeah. the slam dunk of the weekend? Got it's me, a, right? it's a that's a big number, six and a half on the road. But the Jets, uh, and I don't think the Jets are as bad as we historically think of the Jets. They put some good pieces together, but I also think you're going to see like a reinvigorated Lamar Jackson this mm-hmm. weekend, and you know he's frustrated. He's come off a down year, and uh, the defense is good in Baltimore. So yeah. I, Similar to you guys, I don't think a touchdown is that much when you when you boil it down. All right, man, I love this. Uh, you say, hey, it doesn't need to be Deshaun Watson. I'll roll with Jacoby This is how Brissett. you beat us. You're on the yeah. Browns, dude. Yeah, I'm a big Jacoby Brissett fan. Uh, you know, I didn't get dressed in the full uniform like Ashley, but I'm a New England Patriots fan. Yeah. And had, you know, we drafted Jacoby Brissett in New England, and he filled in amicably during the – suspension year for Brady and then went on to the Colts and had some success. So that's a guy who can ball, you know, you don't think of him in those terms and the rest of the pieces on the Browns are strong. You know, the running game strong. Uh, The defense I think is really good. I think the Panthers defense is really good and I'm leery of going against uh, Baker Mayfield with a chip on his shoulder, but Mm. you know, sometimes in those emotional games that can, you know, work against you as well. So yeah, I like the Browns fundamental game management. They're going to they're going to grind through this and and cover. Now, this I find interesting. You pick the Bills to avoid the inbox being flooded by fans, but you're not picking the Giants here. The and Giants obviously stink. there are a bunch of Giants fans in the capital region. The Giants stink. Okay. Yeah, the Giants uh well, listen, I I'm I'm a I started as a giant fan. I watched Scott Norwood sail that field goal wide right. And what I realized more than liking the Giants or Patriots was I liked seeing the Bills suffer more than any of it. So, um, you know, but I, I, you know, I started as a Giants fan. I'm the league is better when the Giants are good. Yeah. They're just not there yet. Um, I, I'm excited about it though. The new coach is great. Yeah. I think the defense has improved. People are saying we're, we're going to really finally see Saquon Barkley, so that's good. But there's no passing game to be heard of. And, uh, you know, the Titans have been there. You know, Tannehill, again, you know, seasoned, can, you know, get into a rhythm. And, you know, how do you contend with Derrick Henry? And, again, we're talking about a touchdown at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the Giants are going to get better. They're, they're, they're going to improve, but we just won't maybe see it fully in week one. Sorry, Ashley. That's all right. I just went with my heart there. I don't know that they're like, I really felt like they're a better team in any way, shape or form, but <laughs> I went with them. I All people right, are off the Titans this year, which is weird. Yeah. They're not that different of a team minus AJ Brown, but people are off the Titans a little bit. It feels like. And the, the pass rush isn't really there for Tennessee yeah. though, either this year. Ash, Peter likes your Cardinals. I'm I like, a, I like I, this pick Peter. Shout out to Matt Foner, my buddy from best buddies, who is a huge Arizona Cardinals fan. But I'm a huge Kyler Murray fan. And okay. I, you know, I, I think of a lot of the psychology of the game. Maybe I overthink that, but I think that's a guy who feels like he has a lot to prove. I think the Chiefs are a team that uh, is gonna have to find their way a little bit. Their division is stacked. There's a lot mm. working against the Chiefs right now. New receiving core, and uh, you know, that line's also moved to I think six and a half now. So a lot of money coming to the Chiefs, I think. But I think the Cardinals have tried to build a roster this year that is going to go for 17 weeks instead of nine or 10 weeks that they've done in the past. Murray's going to grow. Marquise Brown's a stud. Um, 
so uh, you know athletes i love it and the chiefs uh, the chiefs are going to have some adjustments they're you know it's a, a completely overhauled receiving core you know edwards alaire wasn't what they thought he was you know there's some question marks there the Cardinals secondary is terrible. They'd be better off running me and Chris out there this weekend. But um, hey, what about me? You're a better athlete than two of us. Uh. You're far <laughs> superior athletically to me and Chris. Um, so the you know it's going to be a track meet, but I you know I think the Cardinals at home, Kyler Murray, something late, heroic, uh, some amazing play to 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 win that game outright, not just cover. Uh, and now, as Ash said, hey, you know, look, you want to beat all the other nonprofits that that participate here, but you want to beat us as yeah. well. There's a head to head thing that we'll keep track of against the two hosts here uh, who pretend like they know something about this. So you've got Cleveland different from us and now you've got Dallas different from us, man. Why the Cowboys? Well, I'm high on the Cowboys in general this year. Um, I think the defense is strong. I think the offense is great. They, you know, the, the CD Lamb, I think, is just. Yep generational talent, um, you know, so it diversifies away from the Ezekiel Elliott show. It's less pressure on Prescott. I think it's just more balanced. It's a, it's going to be a better team. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Tom Brady guy. And so I've been, I've lived through this. This is a game that uh, Tom Brady would almost intentionally lose just <laughs> to create a chip on his shoulder going forward. <laughs> Uh, nationally televised in Dallas, huge stadium. Um, but, you know, in seriousness, you know, Tom Brady is phenomenal. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. It's mm -hmm. unquestioned. It's not questioned. Yep. Um, missing 10, 11 days, you know, seven, eight practices. Yeah, it takes a toll. And so, you know, I think back to, you know, Tom Brady's mentality with Bill Belichick was always, you know, the first four weeks of the regular season are our preseason. So there's going to be some tinkering. There's going to be some, you know, there's going to be some adjustments that they make over the first few weeks of the season, which you know, isn't going to always equal wins. All that said, you know, Brady's going to come out and probably beat him by 20 Sunday night. But uh, I think, you know, if I was betting on it, Cowboys to, you know, Cowboys to win it at home, small number, you know, I, I think uh, Tampa Bay's line, a lot of questions. So, yeah, big time. Um, you know, it's going to, it's going to be an adjustment for the Buccaneers early. I, they're my pick to, be in the Super Bowl against the Chargers in February. Mm. Um, but I think the Cowboys have their number this week. Cowboys Chargers Super Bowl. Or no, no. Buc Buccaneers, Buc Buccaneers Chargers Super Bowl. And, okay. uh, and Justin Herbert as Super Bowl MVP. Wow. I like that. I like that. Well, Melissa's in on your idea here to uh, support some of the nonprofits uh, in the Capital Region. Obviously, the United Way supports so many of the nonprofits here we're gonna we're gonna try to single some out throughout the season uh, and look obviously if if you beat the rest of them you know the the money is is up to to your discretion well it's all going to a good cause so. yeah no matter what exactly yeah exactly let's yeah. not put that kind of pressure on <laughs> All right, this is how we do the Pick 6 Vodka NFL pick them each and every week. Uh, Peter, thanks so much for joining us, dude. Thanks, I know guys. we'll let you run, um, and uh, and we'll keep tabs on on how you do. Yeah, uh, or don't, <laughs> depending on how it goes. I'll be yeah. the first oh. one to call back in if, you know, I go six for six. No doubt. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Peter, thanks, thanks so much, man. Thanks, Peter. Peter Gannon from the United Way, the CEO of the United Way, the greater capital region uh, here in the 518 and his idea. I didn't get to ask him 
maybe he'll win and I can bring this back. I'm not going to throw it up here now because he's not here to to talk about it. Sure. But there, but I found a picture that he tweeted out that I wanted to ask him about wearing a particular NBA jersey and why how, how that how that ended up happening for him. But so yeah. I'll, hopefully he wins and and we can bring him back on. Let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Company. When we come back, uh, we are jumping into our Super Bowl predictions. And we've got baseball to talk about. And as a matter of fact, Ash, we have a lot of baseball to talk about. Back right after this. Alpenhaus RV is celebrating 58 years of family fun and camping during our anniversary sale. Shop big anniversary savings on an even bigger selection of RVs. Choose from new 2022 Avenger travel trailers for $194 a month and new 2022 Colorado travel trailers for $228 a month. Plus, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Proudly serving you since 1964 and generations to come. Don't miss our 58th anniversary sale at Alpenhaus RV. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of Nyscoba are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. Nyscoba honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhaus. Andy Heck and Katie Osborne at Alpenhaus, where they are doing some big things that I hope on News Channel 13 will have an opportunity to uh, to show you some of the big things that uh, they're doing out in Amsterdam to expand that great business that they already have uh, going in a big, big way, a family-run business that is celebrating a, a big anniversary this year. All right, we're still on the NFL topic here. So let's yeah. just do it. Let's just do the Super Bowl picks here instead of waiting. Uh, yeah, let's after just we do talk it. about what Aaron Judge is doing and what the Mets are trying to still figure out. We've got the Popeyes Louisiana Fast Minute, the performance industrial, dirty, difficult, done still to go here. Here is my Super Bowl 57 pick. I have no idea. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I don't. I don't love any one particular team this year. I think the Bills are the best team. You think in the, the Packers AFC. are going to go to the Super Bowl? Yes, because name me a team in the NFC that is head and shoulders better than them. I mean, not head and shoulders, but you may. How about a head better week, than them? After week one, you may think that there are quite a few teams who are better than them. The the Packers week one last year oh, lost last year, I know. 35 I know. to three to the Saints. Or it might be 38 3. Okay. After week three, you may think there are a lot of teams better than them. I don't think I'm gonna think that. This defense is good enough to keep them in every single game. Packers beat the Rams at home last year. I don't, I don't think Devontae Adams played in that game. This defense is good enough to keep them in every single game. The running game will make Aaron Rodgers' life easier. It's gonna open up the play action stuff downfield for guys like Lazard, maybe guy, maybe somebody like Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson really flashes as a rookie. I have no idea, but there isn't a team in the NFC that I feel like, oh, yeah. they're they're certainly better. And so, what am I doing here? I'm doing the lazy thing, and I'm taking the best quarterback, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, give me the Packers. Look, I'm not going to put the Packers in the Super Bowl. I'm losing. So, give me the Packers to beat the Bills. <laughs> yeah, fine. I, that's fine. I, I don't disagree that 
you that Aaron Rodgers is capable of winning a Super Bowl. I just think like, hey, they didn't get there last year. They're not better than they were or last year. The year, year before so, that, I know. Yeah, they're not better than they were either of those years. So I'd have a hard time putting that. That was my thinking. I had a hard time putting them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going Bills over Rams because it's chalk and it seems like to start the season these are two of the better teams. Uh, everybody's on the Bills. I'm not going to have the Bills lose the Super Bowl, so the Bills win the Super Bowl for me. Nick, of course, Bengals, Packers, who day. Uh, Adam weighing in here didn't have a chance to share this one. Um, wants to know how the Cowboys are going to hold up, eh, especially with the O-line. Okay. The penalties, we saw that in the preseason with oh, them. My, my goodness, God. what an absolute mess mm-hmm. uh, that was. Um, first of all, shout out to this guy. Okay. He's a huge Jets fan. We, we feel sorry for him because of that. But he laughs about it, and he's reacting to the fact that you, Peter, and I all picked the Ravens to cover six and a half uh, at MetLife on Sunday. John Conner for him because he has to deal with us all the time. Yeah, you know, he all the graphics you see on this show, that man right there, incredible. The the way he makes this show look as as good as it does when I don't screw something up, and I'm doing a lot here that I feel like. I'm going to mess something up and make John's I really graphics like look Melissa. bad. It's gone pretty well. Melissa's been with us from the start. Melissa, it's great yeah. to have you on the show. I love that you're being as, as interactive as you are. I don't, you know. I enjoy her. Now, my only thought here is she says you're such a smart woman because you married me. That's what I think she's saying, and that's what I'm reading that's into it. And that's saying. what I'll, that's what I'll, that's what I glean I'm smart because I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. also smart because I married you. I think that was a smart decision. Yeah. Look yeah, at some, you. Some may not agree with you. All right, last time out of the show here. We're back in less than 30 seconds on Honorado and Company. We've got baseball to talk about, and we've got the Popeyes Louisiana Fast Minute and the Performance Industrial Dirty Difficult done still to come. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Six carbs and 95 calories. And now back to Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. All right, Ash, let's go. Let's jump into that performance industrial, dirty, difficult, done with something we do each and every week on this show. Thanks to our guy. Bill Miller up in South Glens Falls. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Presented by Performance Industrial. There is no job that's too dirty or too difficult for Bill Miller and his team to get it done. So let's get it started here with the triple D segment, as we like to call it, Ash, my dirty, difficult, done. We need to show some love to this woman right here. There is, I mean, arguably nobody as accomplished as Sue Bird in the game of basketball. Four WNBA titles, two NCAA titles, 13-time All-Star. She won, I believe, five gold medals with team USA. 
She has done absolutely everything you could do in the sport of basketball. She was a number one overall pick. She was a college basketball player of the year. Um, And she says goodbye in the semifinals of this year's WNBA playoffs. But over the course of 20 plus years, there is no success that Sue Bird has not experienced. Incredible career. And so I say Sue Bird is done after all she has done that we just detailed. I like it. Uh, Yeah, listen, she's one of the greats of all time. You've said it. There is no one more accomplished than her in the sport of basketball because of the very, like, UConn, Team USA, the Seattle Storm, like everywhere she has gone, she's won. The only person who might touch it is Brianna Stewart because she won more than her at UConn. And if she... If the problem is she doesn't, she's not going to have the longevity of Sue Bird. Sue Bird has played a long career. Brianna Stewart has been injured. An Achilles injury is tough to come back from, and she's obviously back from it. But will she have the longevity that will allow her to win five gold medals? My guess is no. Um, So, in terms of what she's able to do, we'll see. But she's, regardless of what Stewie does at any point, she's one of the greatest ever. Oh, this is my, I love this story. Uh, Listen, we talk a lot about the Bills and we've mentioned Gabriel Davis. We mentioned Stefan Diggs. Uh, We haven't mentioned Dawson Knox. The dude has gone through a really hard time. His brother passed away a couple weeks ago, 22 years old, I believe. Um, And right after that, he comes back from his leave, comes back to the Bills and they get an extension done, a worthy extension, because this Mm -hmm. is a guy who is so underrated and yet he's one of the best tight ends in the league. He gets a four-year extension, $53 million, $53.6 million. It's one of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL, and he deserves it. But he is kind of, I think in a lot of ways, the key cog to this Bills offense this year. If you can have three guys as talented as Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox, and Gabriel Davis, like you're doing something right. He had a career-high 49 catches last year, nine touchdowns, I believe it was. So – He's targeted, aside from Stephon Diggs, the most targeted guy in the red zone for them. So good for Dawson Knox. I love, again, the Bills are going, the Bills are kind of taking a page out of the Braves, the Braves handbook and going out and getting a guy for an extended period of time. He said he wants to be in Buffalo, loves Buffalo. Um, he's a key piece. I think this is just another reason why the Bills are loaded up and ready to go. I'll jump into baseball here. Um, Aaron Judge, as we sit on a Thursday morning, again, I said it is the ultimate, like, cold takes exposed. Then there's no take here. The stats will just change if you're watching Mm -hmm. us on Saturday night. And maybe he has more than 55 home runs if you're watching us on TV. But going into their next series, he's hitting 301, 55 home runs, leads baseball with 118 RBIs. He's on pace for 65 here. There's there's little question at this point, right, that he hits seven more. I don't know about 10 more, but that he hits seven more and breaks Roger Maris' franchise record. What's interesting is this pace Judge is on is not that different than what McGuire was doing when he hit 70 and even what Bonds was doing when he hit 73. Those guys just had ridiculous Septembers. Um, I don't know that Judge can can duplicate that, but – but these are the numbers here. And, and why do I bring it up? Because Randy Levine, who's the Yankees president, says, Judge is an all-time Yankee. He then went on to say, we know his worth and what he means. I don't know what's in his mind. All we can do is show him how much we'd like him to remain a Yankee. 
Now, he well, turned then- down a $213.5 million contract. That number now is easily over oh. $300 million, right? I was going to say, you better take out the checkbook, Randy. Easily over $300 million now. Okay, You're going to show else? them how much you love them. It's going to be a that number is going to be big. It's going to be a what big number. What else is happening in baseball here? Max Scherzer goes to the 15 day IL with left side irritation. Now it was the left oblique that landed him on the IL for more than seven or almost seven weeks mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the season. He's dominant. You see the numbers. Don't need to say much about it. But there is cause for concern at City Field. I would say now with one of the two aces yeah. down. For a second time yeah. this season, We've said well, am I making to too much healthy. of this? Yeah, they both have to be healthy for a World Series run for this team. Both of them have to be healthy. Let's rewind real quick here because I think this is interesting. There is a national narrative now that is pushing Shohei Otani. Come on, I get ahead of I get Aaron it. Judge only because I get it. the Yankees have tailed off a little bit. Otani is obviously doing things like we've never seen before, Correct. other than. Uh, last year, yeah, we saw, for a we bad saw, team, we saw it last year, <laughs> and I just think if he's going to hit sixty-five home runs or sixty-three home, you can't, you can't not give it to him. Yeah. All right, Ash. It is the Popeyes Louisiana Fast Minute, and that's all we pretty much have left on the show. Here is Perfect. a fast, fast minute. Francis Tiafo is giving us hope on the men's side of American tennis. How great is this story? Knocks out Rafael oh. Nadal. He is now into the semifinals at the U.S. Open. I love I, I love the fact that he's giving us hope yep. for American men. But even more than that, Ash, I know you want to touch on this. I can see it in your face. We love his story. Oh, he great. I mean, he's great. He's the son of immigrants from Sierra Leone. His dad grew up, uh, or his dad, when they moved to Maryland, was a janitor at a tennis club. He grew up yep. playing the sport. He is living the American dream. He's the first American male in the U.S. Open semi since 2006. That was Roddick. Yep. He's the first black American man in the U.S. semis since Arthur Ashe. Oh, by the wow. way, it's the guy the court is named after, 1972. Unbelievable. Although I watched, uh, I watched Yannick Sinner yeah. and Carlos Alcaraz last night. Yep, that was unbelievable tennis. So nothing's given, but even just getting to the semis for him is unbelievable. Yes, incredible, and obviously going to be rooting for yes. Tiafo from here on out. Uh, yep. Roddick's only Grand Slam title was the U.S. Open, um, so it would be how great would it be if if Tiafo can can become the next American man to have done that. Awesome, awesome stuff. Hey, enjoy the football, everybody. Football is finally back here. Uh, We are so pumped about that as we uh, kick off the season on Thursday night. Bills and Rams. Ash, thank you. Thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week on Honorado and Company.